Hello everyone and welcome to The Gambit, a Grand Arena and Territory War podcast brought to you by me, Solobase15, and my good pal, Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing wonderful, Solo. And how are you? I, uh, I'm ready to go to bed, but first we're doing this podcast. <laughs> Alright, let's, let's do it then. There's a lot of stuff that's happened in the last week. There is, and a lot of it's mind-numbing and... Uh, so a lot to talk about. So I guess the big news is Relics. Um, CG came out this week and finally released the Relics that they've been talking about for two weeks. The Relics basically is going to eat a lot of your old gear for mostly the levels one through four. Uh, and it's going to boost your tune stats based on what their archetype is. What have you taken away from this first, you know, week or so of relics? Right now, I've been noticing really that uh, it's really boosted offenses. Like people have been getting relics to uh, on different certain targeting targeted characters uh, up to relic seven or R seven. I don't know what what the ending uh, designation is going to be from people, but uh, I've seen people put relic seven on. Jedi Knight Anakin, they've put them on uh, CLS and Han and Chewie, all, all of them, and they're beating all of the teams. Um, you know, on, they can beat Revan teams on offense, they can do all sorts of crazy things. Like it's right now, really kind of opened up the meta in a way that I find very surprising, in fact. Okay, well, so let me ask you this question about, you know, the Anakin and the Grievous. R7. Obviously, we are seeing a huge increase to offense. Uh, but how much of your opinion is because nobody is really getting the Sith Troopers or General Kenobi's of the world up to R7? Oh, and that's that's also the question. <laughs> yeah, um, I I don't really know, frankly, like. Some of some of it, I'm sure, is just based off of people getting excited that they can attack well against these meta teams. Um, and, I mean, frankly, it's boring to put gear and stuff defense, with defensive stats on characters. Like, especially when you're not going to use them in Grand Arena. Like, you're going to use them, but you put them on defense and then you just forget about them. Like, it's not, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not flashy. I think you said it earlier this week. You just like to see big offensive numbers. You like you like to see those big numbers. I do. I do. Let me see those yellow crits, and I'm happy. Heck yeah, yeah. You get some like dopamine rush or something like that from you know you see yellow and you're like yes that was great. <laughs> I actually don't know if dopamine's the right chemical. I just said it, so um. <laughs> we'll go with it. So what's uh, what have you noticed, Solo? Uh, well, kind of like you, I've noticed the meta opening up a little bit. You know, it's no longer just Anakin at the top now. I've seen a few more of the uh, suicide droid teams with an R7 Grievous enter my two arena shards. I've seen uh, one Anakin team that has entered the shard trying to poke his head in. Uh, that that team was fun to kill on my climb because it's just as easy as a Padme team always was. Um, 
but I, I'm seeing the meta open up a little bit. So I'm hopeful that this is going to kind of make it back to a rock, paper, scissor and not just a Revan at the top or you're missing out. You know, you say that you like the rock, paper, scissor thing. And I think in general, that's probably healthy for the meta. I know that that's definitely the more popular opinion uh, when you go on to the different forums and everything. Um, uh, I find it, uh, I, you know, and I, this is coming from someone who probably has a little bit above average arena mods. Um, I just really like the current situation where we can um, attack with Darth Revan and get a result in 30 seconds. Like, I've really enjoyed the heck out of that. It's such a breath of fresh air compared to the the Jedi Knight Revan meta where you uh, slogged through four minutes of annoying Yoda dodging everything and getting a million turns and hopefully your Yoda gets a million and one turns, you know? <laughs> well, like, I, I mean, I completely agree there. And... When I say I'm happy it's rock, paper, scissor, you look at the teams that are kind of opening up right now, and the Grievous is a one-shot, one-kill type of team. Anakin, actually, this R7 Anakin build that's being used, he's power up his AoE, and then he takes out basically everyone on the team. So all the teams that are out there at the moment from Relics are still the quick teams which i can appreciate on my daily climb trying to climb with two different accounts oh sure yeah well and having the quick teams is nice i'm i'm kind of apprehensive like we have, we've had this really awesome offensive heavy meta lately and you know whether or not you like darth revan or not uh lore wise or game wise i don't i don't know i i really appreciate the meta just because that climb can get so tedious especially I mean, I don't really drop that far in Arena lately, but um, I, every once in a while I find myself in the 30s or high 20s at least. And, you know, you have to do all those hits and, you, you know, it's doing family time. It's nice to um, nice to just get in and out, kind of. Definitely. Um, yeah. But uh, you were talking about like a crazy CLS team with uh, Kira or something that you saw. Yeah, I, I, I was on Reddit today, actually, and somebody had a post, and I'm going to apologize now because I don't remember the person's name uh, to give them credit, but it was a CLS Han and Chewie with Thrawn and Kira, and this team, when geared right, uh, is able to take out Malak basically every time because Thrawn keeps Malak you know, fractured, and then CLS, Han, and Chewie, and Kira uh, just go to town <laughs> on the rest of the Darth Revan team, and they they just hit so hard, and, you know, Darth Revan reduces their own armor with the stacks of ferocity that this team just cuts through the entire other team, and then the goal is basically just survive Malak until Thrawn can get a second fracture off and then take him out. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> you know, you have to mod it right, and you have to... The hardest part of it is CLS has to keep the guard, which means your Kira needs to be very well geared, which anyone that's ever tried to get Kira from G11 to G12 will know is physically painful at times. 
but once you can do it, it, it looks like a fun and a good solution to Darth Revan being on defense in Grand Arena. Yeah, I I'm excited to look at that. Um, you know, and I'll maybe I'll touch on this later, or maybe I won't. But um, I've been looking for uh, a switch from using Kira on defense, anyways, and I, I have a few ideas for my defense on, in Grand Arena. So I'm really intrigued by the idea of Kira going with that team um, as like a counter for a Revan team. Like that's that's pretty exciting because then I could put my own Revan team on defense and uh, get destroyed by my opponent's CLS Kira teams. So (laughs) (laughs) exactly. There you go. Yeah. It's the circle of life. And honestly, the relics thing, it's, it's been a little bit stressful for me just in terms of uh, maybe stress. Isn't the right word. It's overwhelming. There's a lot to take in, you know, so many people are testing all these different comps and you have, um, you have other people who are, uh, well, they're testing comps. They're just wailing out. I know that I've seen a few Reddit posts that are that's like, so do I really have to spend five hundred dollars to keep up with the meta? And um, you know, I'm I'm not going to spend that much. Certainly, I actually haven't spent anything on relics themselves yet. Uh, which maybe that'll change one day. Who knows? But um, one thing that I've noticed though, like certain characters have some obscene stats when you get them to seven, like. I saw, like, Mike Candorous is at 4,000 offense, and he's reasonably well-modded. He has a few of his gear 12 pieces, and he's at 4,000, and I thought that was decent. And I see people with Relic 7 Candorous now at over 9,000, like, double the offense. It's completely crazy. Well, that's, uh, if you look at my Chewy right now, who's only Relic level 4, uh, he is currently at 8,500 offense. So I, I should have him over 10,000 if I bring him up to relic level seven. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do that right now. I'm kind of keeping everybody at four because that's the easy level to get people to. Um, but if I wanted to, I could get him over 10,000 offense, I think without any real struggle, which is just nuts just, it, it's huge um but like you just a little more advanced since i have actually been applying relics uh <laughs> i'm kind of sitting back and waiting <laughs> waiting to see how everything is going to settle before i start going above relic level four because at four you're still using the gear that you have you know six to eight thousand of to get attuned to relic level four and in these early stages unless you truly wailed out you don't have that many g13s and the one you have are the ones that you like anyway so i figured relic level four was a good stopping point or goal for the people that i have at g13 now yeah, I think that's probably the right target. Um, I haven't looked at all of the scaling effects of each of the relic levels, but I mean, in theory, you're getting around half of the total stat gain that you needed. And I mean, it's nice stat gains to get to get those three extra levels, but I don't know if it's worth all the extra dollar amount. I guess we'll have to just see how, how that goes. Um, 
but yeah yeah i mean eventually my arena team whatever the next meta is they're the ones i'm going to aim for relic level seven probably for obvious reasons um i was going through my gear i think last night or the night before and i i actually have enough of the laptops the g12 plus laptops that can get five members to g or relic level seven now if i wanted to so gross i just don't it really is uh i just don't want to until i know what that arena meta is going to be because i don't want to waste because those are hard <laughs> to get once you actually need them well, if, <laughs> if you're me they're hard to get maybe <laughs> yeah yeah well i did have 400 of them sitting around so you know maybe they're not that hard to get, i swear but... dude like when when you and me were you know we're, we're like hitting the the sith raid every time trying to get top three uh with our guild and we're getting top three every time and how often like i i hit this cold streak of for like almost a year like it was almost like from the very start i didn't get any laptops and you you were just you're like oh i have another <laughs> one i guess i'll put one on zalbar i'm like are you kidding me you have, you just had to say that out loud <laughs> didn't you you know Right. Well, I saved you this past Sith raid because not only did I get laptops, uh, you know, the 25 salvage variety, I also actually got a fully crafted laptop that hasn't been applied because basically everyone that needs laptops right now have them. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Like, I'm finally starting to get some of them and now I can farm them, so it's fine. I, you know, and I got other pieces. It's not like I just was completely devoid of other pieces but i it was just so frustrating to me and <laughs> you know and like it and then at some point it leaked out to the guild that i wasn't getting any laptops and then everyone was like tagging me with laptops and like i'd i'd like make a post on the news in the news thing and people had just uh put the response on discord with a laptop you know <laughs> just to rub it in <laughs> like, yeah i wonder it's like a it's like a guild meme <laughs> at this point i wonder who leaked that out to them that's awkward oh i i don't wonder <laughs> i was trying to save you some face but you know if you just want to show your traitor's side that's that's fine eh, it's best to own it you know um that's true well our listeners our listeners appreciate knowing your true self at least i'm at this sure point. All right, Jared. So we've talked about mostly the good things about relics. Um, there's a lot of people that are worried about relics out there as well. So when we talk about relics, what has you worried? Uh, well, you know, uh, beyond like the the Reddit anger about uh, the cash grabs and all that, which I actually understand that that makes that makes sense. People are concerned that they're not going to be able to keep up. Um, but I also, it, there's, there's a few things that right now relics aren't posing a problem, but down the line, like that really might end up kind of really hurting. Um, you know, everyone who's playing right now, who can, who has a ton of gear 13 or, you know, at least a few gear 13, they're all, um, they all have a ton of just random extra gear that they can just burn for the low level relic pieces. And I've been going through them in, in the thousands. It seems like even just getting all my gear 13s up to uh, relic one. And um, I'm not really that close to running out, but 
I'm a lot closer than when I started. It just doesn't seem that way because I still have thousands. Um, is that like it? Is that like that for you as well? Yeah, I have noticed how many times I hit that add times fifty button, and you know the gear disappears quite quickly. Yeah, you just go on like this clicking frenzy, and you're like, oh, I'll just do one from each row here, you know, or you know, <laughs> just like do every other one, and oh look, I have enough now. Right. Yeah. It, it's, you know, you bring up a good point in that right now it feels like, oh, I'm just using this wasted gear. But in six months from now, when we've put relics on, you know, 40 different G13s that, or even more that we've had in six months, are we still going to have all that surplus gear? And how much farming is it going to take to get to relic level one? let alone relic level seven. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. But I, I'm going to laugh out loud the first time I see a post about people saying, could we please have more of the mace gear challenge? Like, <laughs> uh, it's coming. You know it's coming. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like that right now, I've, everyone's probably like grateful that we've been doing those. I, I know that there's a ton of people who are like, oh yeah, I just, I never even do those extra two challenges. I don't know about you, Solo. Like I always did the extra two just because I'm like, maybe one day it'll be useful. I didn't even do it because it might be useful. I just did it because I'm kind of a completionist and it bugged me that there were events that could be done that I wasn't, do <laughs> I wasn't doing. So I wish I could say that there was a good reason I was doing it, but now there is. Yeah, we've we've got a ton of extra random stuff. So, <laughs> um, and then what? The other thing I was thinking about for relics was, um, you know, they promised one of the like hooks that they were trying to make everyone buy into relics with was um, people could get or characters could get new abilities, and we've seen zero of that that I'm aware of. Yeah, this is going to be like the second coming of Zetas, basically, I think. Just harder to get, <laughs> or more grindy to get, I think. Because remember when Zetas first came out, and, you know, having a Zeta Kylo or a Vader lead was this huge deal that completely changed a team. Um, now, every tune that comes out has one or two Zetas, and it's kind of... Uh, I think I checked earlier and I have 83 Zetas on my roster. Something like that. It's it's above 80. So Zetas kind of aren't a big deal anymore. We're getting basically one a week. But when these Zeta abilities come out, I think every time one of these reworks come out, we're going to see or Relic ability come out with the rework. And I think it's going to be legitimately game-changing. Uh, you're probably right. I'm... I'm not sure how I feel about that, but um, we're certainly not done at Relic Level 7. We are absolutely getting at least Relic Level 8 because uh, we're getting abilities. And, you know, unless unless they choose to just, like, make Relic 7 the, um, the gate through which you have to, you know, you have to get to Relic 7 in order to be able to get this new ability, you know, when you get, like, the the theta or yeah. whatever they want to call it yeah it'll be interesting to see because like you said that that is something that they really push. yeah uh, so we're not done with relics yet um who knows when we're gonna get more relic stuff i have a feeling they're gonna wait for months so that people um calm down a little bit uh people people have had some pitchforks i don't 
I don't know. I don't see feel like I see them as much. Like they're slowly going away, even as it's only been a week. Well, I, I think that you know, anytime there's change, people don't like change. Um, so, I, and it's not just in this game. I think every game I've ever played, something new comes out, whether it's a new game mode or a new way to progress, and the pitchforks come out for one to two weeks until people get used to it. And then once they get used to it, they find out there could be some really cool applications to it. But it takes a little while to get there. Yeah, well, and you're absolutely right. Like, I I think we'll have... Relics aren't absolutely good or absolutely bad. I think, honestly, it's. I feel like some people have gotten a little more excited about them just because now we see other teams entering the meta. And I don't know if that's actually going to open it up or if it's just a temporary opening, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah. That which is exactly why I'm saving out giving any of my tunes Relic 7, because we will sit back and we will see. I think that's wise. So let's kind of move on. Um, you know, we're we're predominantly a Grand Arena Championships podcast and i was wondering how you did this week solo uh well i went two and one and i can tell you for the first time ever somebody scored uh not just a perfect score in that 60 round somebody averaged 61 banners (laughs) against me this week so it was a score of 1926 and ironically i actually had the best round i think i've had in quite some time I actually scored 19-15 because my opponent had gone first with that, getting that outrageous score. So I knew I had to do something crazy. And so I also achieved all my undersized wins because I think seven of the eight battles I did was undersized. The only one I didn't undersize was uh, Night Sisters because things can go south really quickly against the Night Sister team. But I have... Now successfully pulled off the Darth Malak solo against the Old Republic. Um, I beat a General Grievous team with Darth Revan with only two. It was, uh, or no, I had three in that team. Um, So I've pulled off, uh, I beat a Bounty Hunter Nest team. With only four in my JTR team. <laughs> you know, I did a lot. Oh, uh, what was it? First Order. I brought in just the 501st clones. Nice. And I was able to pick them really? all off. Um, so I did some good I did some good work. <laughs> but I got the loss at the same time. I was shocked when you sent me that screenshot of how many points they got. And I don't... I mean, my defense isn't the hardest. Uh, you know, I, I like to keep offense because uh, I want to make sure I full clear every time. But I don't have bad defense. <laughs> you know, I don't throw out a bunch of level 8 tunes. I mean, I have a G13 Grievous there. I have two G13 members of my Night Sisters. I have, uh, you know, the Geos. I, I have good defensive teams out there. So it was a little surprising to me to say that. Yeah, that's no joke. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess we'll see if if that was actually a legit score or not. 
Yeah. But I can say, you know, I kind of learned the limits of my roster now, and I learned what I can do. So now that I know, <laughs> uh, we're going to see it a lot more, or I'm going to be doing some of these things a lot more often. Um, so maybe it's a good thing in the long yeah. run. But that was my week. How did your week go? Uh, I did pretty well. Um, I, I got... 3 and 0. So I won my finals match uh, against Team Instinct and I had a really rough pod. Uh, there was at least one other Team Instinct guy in that pod. Um, a few people from pretty high-end guilds in there and um, almost every person I had to face had a better uh, roster than me to some degree at least. Uh, and I still ended up winning. Um, I did fail a couple attacks on my second round, so if you guys want to watch me fail, you can check out my YouTube channel <laughs> at some point. But um, I like I I think my my most spectacular fail of the week was I had a team with uh, Darth Revan and Badstla, who were both of mine were faster than both of my opponents, and so I hit their Darth Revan team and I lost. Anyways, even oh. though I had faster both. And even after watching it, rewatching it, I was like, I don't really know exactly what went wrong. Like, I didn't use Force Storm like I should have with my as my opening move with Darth Revan. And that's what I always do. So I think that probably just ended up setting me up for a scenario that I wasn't accustomed to. And, you know, that lost it for me. But, um, I mean, using Fear and hitting the entire Darth Revan team with it to start with because they don't have any taunt open like you would think that would still win it for me so i don't know maybe it was bad rng it was a bad move on my part because i should have just stuck to what i was what i usually do well you know the problem with uh <laughs> rng that i've noticed have you noticed a lot more dodging in the game recently um I, it could it could just be small sample size but my malik has been dodged probably in two-thirds of the fights that I've had in the past probably week or two. I, it could just be random coincidence, but it's happening much more often than it used to. Well, maybe some of those. I haven't looked closely at what kind of stats are on the Sith Empire team uh, for Relics, but maybe it's possible they're getting their evasion up a little bit too. I don't, oh well, Could I guess be. if it's in Grand Arena, though, I guess maybe not because relics didn't happen this week. Well, th uh, this was mainly in Arena, but okay. it scares the crap out of me for once we actually start using it in Grand Arena because you know a timely dodge can really throw off an entire attack. Oh, you're right about that. Um, I've lost entire matches because of that. You know, it's like everyone's counting on you, Greedo. And Greedo's like, Greedo's like, I'm unreliable and and misses. Of course. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I. Yeah, my my week went well. I have no complaints. I got to face the uh, older public team with Watt, uh, which I've been eyeing lately. I've been talking to you about it a little bit and um I got to finally face that, so, and I beat it. It was great. And the time, the episode Excellent. that I was failing on, um, my opponent also 
happened to take that opportunity to fail against me. And part of that is probably just because he put maybe like too much on defense or something. So I was struggling because he had too many good teams and he was struggling because he didn't have enough good teams on offense or something, but uh, it worked out. So three and zero. I'm at eight and zero or eight and one, sorry for the week or for the championships total. So I'm in, I'm in Excellent. okay shape to get to Kyber. We'll see. I still have to win a couple more at least. So. And moving on, we we normally use this segment for a question from our Discord. People ask questions and we answer them and try to take them seriously. And uh, if you have a question, please go to our Discord. It's in the description of this podcast. And if you can't find if you can't, if you're listening on like Spotify or uh, iTunes or something, and if you don't have it in the description, you can find my channel, uh, spelled X A E R E T H, on YouTube. Uh, and all my videos have a link to the Discord. So uh, get on Discord, come join us, come talk with us about the game, and ask questions so we can talk about it in the podcast itself. So, Zareth, we, we talked about. Uh you coming up against that Old Republic with Watt team this past GA. So it's probably a perfect transition to our counter of the week segment. And this is a segment where we're going to take an in-depth look at teams and how to counter them. And so since you faced this team and we've started seeing Watt pop up more and more now in Grand Arena, um, what should we look at in countering the Old Republic team with Watt? Uh, so the team in question is Karth with Kandaris, Mission, Zalbar. And then you, you take out Worthless Jahani and put Useful Watt in. And the team jumps about two or three tiers of uh, usefulness. And, and the reason it's so effective is Watt has a Zeta ability that gives him a bonus turn at the start of the match so it's very similar to the raid han always shoots first i think actually in orders of operations uh raid han always still goes before watt uh, which is really useful if you want to uh, counter that team like you can just take out watt potentially with a double tap from han and chewy but um we don't we can talk about that in a little bit the, the really useful thing, though, is Watt gets his bonus turn, and then they've written the AI in a way that you're able to... Um, he just targets the a taunting tank, or maybe just any tank, and uh, he gives them the ability to always haunt as long as they have protection. And every time they get a turn, they get plus 30% protection regen, Zalbar has a tremendous amount of protection regen anyways in the form of when dots are triggered, he uh, heals himself, uh, his protection. Or maybe it's not even when dots are triggered, uh, but his, his protection goes up all the time. So it makes that team astoundingly annoying because he's just permanently taunting. He can't be crit because he has a crit avoidance arrow. You can hardly debuff him because he's got a tenacity cross and... Uh, you know, like 150 tenacity. It's a really, it's kind of a bear of a team. Yeah, you've been taught trying to talk me into this team, and I'm slowly, slowly coming around to it. We'll see when Watt actually comes out. But um, how'd you beat it? You know, I've been thinking about it for a while. I've been, I've been 
talking your ear off about it because you have the Gear 13 Zalbar. Um, and, you know, it's it's really intriguing to me to turn this team that's kind of garbage right now into actually something that requires an actual counter. But um, the one weakness it has is um, the taunt that he has can be dispelled. Like, it comes back right away indirectly. Uh, or, you know, it, it comes back right away. And even when it's not his turn. And so even, even so, if you can dispel it and keep it off, then you're going to be good to go. Uh, the problem is keeping it off. So you could maybe do like a buff immunity or something, but he's got high tenacity. So I stuck Thrawn in there in the team with troopers. And the idea was just to um, ignore Zalbar, like kind of hold his arms behind his back while I killed all of his friends so um you know and that's exactly what happened like all all of my troopers actually went way before thrawn did even though thrawn is the second fastest on the team by far um but just because of the the way troopers generate their turn meter and everything um so i actually thought that maybe i'd be able to just kill watt passively and uh you know with aoe's because they all have aoe's and that didn't work they all just um they took some of his protection off before I finally was able to take him out. Um, but before I was finally able to use Thrawn, I used Thrawn to put Fracture on Zalbar, and then the troopers went and did their thing. Like they took out, I think they actually ended up taking out Candorus first, just because he was the closest to dead. Um, I, I don't know. I don't remember the exact order, but the really the in, inner inward part of the squad is pretty squishy. Like none of the characters are hard to kill. It's just Zalbar is impossible to get through. So if you can get around him, that's really the key. Okay, so you use Troopers and Thrawn. Uh, and it sounds like Thrawn is really the big component on this one. Or um, Absolutely. Who else do you think can make an impact against this team? Because right now when we come up against Old Republic, it's kind of the throwaway team that makes me happy because I'm going to get 62 banners uh, against them. So who else do you think can take out this team that was the weak team on the field? I'm not really sure. I actually really want to try um, just, just try at some point. I want to try my Phoenix squad and see because Zalbar is really hard to get through, but that's when he has full armor and full defense and stuff. If you can get enough armor shred on him and you have one less person on the team, like actually doing offense, maybe Phoenix would work. I mean, I think Watt complicates it because Kanan at any given moment has like 14 dots on him. And if Watt just triggers all of those dots, it might just kill Kanan immediately. But if you're careful with like the, the Hera revive ability and stuff that you can put on Kanan, Maybe you can actually make it work. I, I'm not sure, but um, I want to try Phoenix. That that being said, I'm not I'm not saying that that's going to work. I do want to try it <laughs> though. Um, and uh, you had a couple ideas actually. We were kind of discussing this team. Uh, what kind of things are you thinking about countering for this this squad? Well, like I said earlier, the um, when I see Old Republic, I see 62 banners because I'm going to use CLS against them. Um, and that team is basically put buff immunity on Zalbar, 
and then go to town on Candorus and then mission and kind of the, the whole battle's over. So uh, I think if I run up against them, that's probably who I'm going to try and use. Uh, like you said, Han should, in theory, go before Watt. And so if I can just stun Watt on that first turn and kind of get things going, I'm hoping that will do it. Um, and then my go-to safety for basically any team that I see is uh, Jedi Training Ray. You know, she's kind of an older character now. People really just only think of her for P1 of the Sith Raid at this sure. point. But I find I find her to be my go-to counter because thanks to BB-8 being, you know, what he is with his unique, and you throw a couple droids on the team, and she is just so fast. And she gets that daze up and that ability block uh, if she lands it, or she steals somebody's turn if she even if she doesn't land it, um, you know, I, I think that might work. The one problem is, of course, Zalbar, he's just, he's a true tank, you know. He's hard to crit. Um, he doesn't take a lot of damage. But JTR will be removing his protection because she's going to be applying healing immunity to him. So he's not going to be regaining protection. And as you said, Watt's forced taunt is kind of based on if they have protection. So if you can whittle down his protection, get to just his health, you're going to start getting around him. Um, so this probably becomes a four-minute fight while you, you spend that first minute kind of getting around him and then going to town on the others. But I'd rather a four-minute fight and a win than a... 30-second fight in a potential loss. Um, so that's kind of my ideas. I haven't run into the team yet, so this could completely change when I actually get to face one, though. So I guess we'll see. We don't know what what's going to be the final solution. And honestly, I mean, there are a ton of different compositions that Watt can be successful in. I, I really like him with Old Republic just because he does a lot of the same things that they're trying to do he just bolsters them in a way that juhani never uh could frankly even <laughs> even with her stupid zeta like it, i faced her zeta the other day and i was like this isn't even hard it, it's not <laughs> no different level of challenge whatsoever um i'm also actually really interested to see i mean i mentioned i saw candorus at nine thousand offense I wonder, I wonder if Old Republic at once once you like double his offense, like he already hits reasonably hard right now. Like he's he's not the problem with Old Republic. So if he's if he's doubling his output, I'll I'll take a look at that squad at some point. I'm sure. Well, do you remember when G13 came out in that really strange squad? I think it was a Kira lead that was designed to make Candorus hit. A million times because you get his offense up um do you remember that squad that came out and then nobody kind of went along with it because <laughs> it it killed two other teams but so people have been trying to make the candorous work so i wonder if the, these relics will let him leave this old republic team and actually be viable outside of it 
Yeah, that's a great question. I'm with relics. Uh, anything's possible at this point. We're in that really unique phase where it's like no one quite knows exactly what's going to happen because we're still exploring all the possibilities, and there's too many possibilities to all be explored by now. By now. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's going to take some time, and it's going to take some people playing around and having the ability to play around. Um, to find out what you know, what team comps can work, or what relic levels can work. Yeah, as far as counters to this team, though, I I think I think you're on the right track. Like Jedi training Ray, I think that I tend to my my team is just too squishy. I don't think it would be able to have a sustained fight. I don't deny that she is great on offense. I just wonder how many banners it would kill. But I think. She, she probably would be a viable solution. Commander Luke, like you said, is is absolutely good, but he's he's kind of on the spectrum right now, especially with relics. Like you you can kill almost any team with Commander Luke. Like it's it almost seems like a waste to use him on Hold Republic. Yeah, you know, I, I've thought about that. Um but sometimes it's nice to just get the sixty two banners when you can. And this old Republic team is basically a guaranteed well, the normal Old Republic team is basically a guaranteed 62 banners. So sometimes when you can get those two extra banners, it might be worth it as opposed to bringing in some other team that's only going to get you, you know, 58 or 59. And I totally agree with that. And also, it's like some, some point I was going to make earlier was, uh, I think I'm relatively sure I was talking to a guy who uh, has been testing it. He said that Han always shoots before Watt does, before he goes. So, And Watt doesn't have any kind of stealth mechanic to make him, to protect him from Han. So Han can just go to town on Watt and at the very least stun him uh, so that he can't get that buff off on Zalbar. And then if you need to, then you can just finish Watt off with Commander Luke. And if Commander Luke has... Uh, guard from Chewy, like you're you're doing two shots from Han and a Chewy shot, and then you're doing a Commander Luke hit with a Chewy shot. That that should kill most Watts. So I'm yeah. guessing that you know, and then you just can just do cleanup. So I'm guessing that this this team is like that's probably going to be the hardest of hard counters, you know. So getting that sixty-two banners, like you said, I think that's pretty well in reach. And then Zalbar is just normal, uh, and then he doesn't have worthless Jahani to help him, uh, to help back him up. So, <laughs> right. Ah, oh, Jahani. You know, I really want to make her work. <laughs> I really do. I actually, I have her a G twelve. Um, most people have her a G twelve, just because you need that team to have. A certain amount of power um to run the event the event and i really want to make her work i've tried in a bastila lead i've tried you know an old republic she's just missing that one little piece that actually makes her good uh, somehow all of her kit i was really excited by her kit too when she first came out i was like oh yeah i'm gonna put a zeta on her i think that our guildmate sad fortune did put a zeta on her <laughs> Yeah, he lives up to his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his fortune was sad that day. <laughs> Which I'm guessing he was drunk, honestly. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt he listens to this. So if you do and you correct us sad, please just let us know. 
that we were wrong and we will we will own it Please. i will own it solo didn't actually say you were drunk <laughs> that was me that's true i just <laughs> said it was sad so now that we've talked about counter of the week why don't we move on to our alts uh and check in and on how they're doing so zareth how was your alt this week um my alt was kind of neglected this week i've I've been uh, really busy with real life stuff and um, I do get my tickets. I still, you know, I, I make sure I, I'm active enough, like, you know, neglected for me is like, I didn't re-optimize certain mods on different characters. And instead of farming mods, I just farmed uh, mod upgrade uh, pieces. So um, still, still did a, an okay job on it, but um I think the biggest piece of the neglect was I lost a round in Grand Arena, which I have not done for a very long time. That this is the second loss ever in Grand Arena for my alt. And it was a very winnable match. I just, uh, I got sloppy. I took CLS against Jedi Knight Revan. And I know that R2 needs to put up smoke on himself immediately. And for some reason, I was like, oh, maybe I'll get an extra turn if I use, uh, if I use this uh the his fire ability so i put the fire thing on i gained like a tiny amount of turn meter on all my characters from the resists and then um and then jedi knight revan targeted chewy and killed him immediately (laughs) small problem yeah And, and then i didn't have a team that could beat that that team and then my opponent ended up going with uh my opponent ended up just being able to beat my my zone with two characters and I was only able to beat my characters zones with one character because it's, it's division six. So I have one front zone with two, one front zone with one, and then two back zones with one team each. So uh, he won by, he beat me by like 20 points. So uh, kudos to him. I've, I've so rarely lost. I just assumed I would still win, even though I failed that. So um and then the the other notable story uh, that, that happened with my alt was, uh, you know, I was telling you guys a while ago about the way you want to uh, get that separatist uh, mission or that feat where you have to kill 24 characters with separatists. And so you attack someone with night sisters and um, you just kill zombie. You kill the, you kill three of them and then you kill zombie. 20 times and then you finish off the team and so i did that with general grievous uh, but i had already lost a bunch of my characters in order to do that and uh my newt was dangerously low on hit points he finally came out of stealth and uh acolyte just like so so i was just like destroying zombie just wrecking him all the other guys were gone Telzin was the lead though and she had her zeta on her and uh, Acolyte shot and killed, or maybe she shot and then someone else revived temporarily and killed my Newt, and it revived Daka permanently. And then Daka brought the whole rest of the team back and destroyed Grievous, and I lost. So uh, it was it was like the best thing ever, actually. I laughed out loud. I, I ended up winning that match anyways, but I couldn't clear the Nice Sister zone after that, so... Um, it was it was it was kind of funny. So 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 wait, you're saying you were done in by a Talzin lead. Interesting. Well, you know interesting indeed. I'm not saying Talzin is harmless, I'm just saying she's more harmless than Asajj is all. 
but you know, <laughs> I have I have great respect for Talzin. She, as long as she knows her place. So uh, otherwise, I'm just <laughs> working on Ewoks in our stupid challenge. They're almost all to gear eleven, almost ready to get C3PO up to seven stars. Uh, nice. How was your alt? How did you do this week with your five million GP alt? Uh <laughs> well. I lost the last round of GA um, that, well, just finished today before recording this. And it was uh, 1905 to 1906. So that vicious one point loss. Um, I'm convinced because I was, my opponent cleared two zones and then stopped. Um, And this was last night when the attack started. And. So he was probably waiting to see what he needed to beat me. Unfortunately, with since this is my alt, I can't really play it during the day. Um, or at least not before GA ends. So I, I had to play last night. I got the full clear last night. Um, and I was winning, you know, after two zones. But I, I think he was able to see what he needed to beat me. And so he beat me by one. So... Good on him, uh, you know. Congratulations. He he obviously earned it. Cause I played well. Uh, he just played better. Um, yeah, you guys both got pretty good scores right, there. Right. So you know, it's disappointing, but at least I can't say I lost because of a mistake. I just lost because I got outplayed. Which you know, losing sucks, but at least I can accept that a little bit better than if I made a mistake and then I would be down on myself. You know. Uh, but with relics being released, I have focused on my alt, which moves a lot slower than my main account. Uh, I now have the entire, well, the big three on my arena team to relic level three. Um, so I'm hoping in this upcoming GA that my account's a little slower, uh, for this because it doesn't have the same speed mods that my main does. So I'm hoping that the relic levels might actually help propel that team against some of the faster teams I'm up against. Because I've noticed in Arena that's happening. If I take my relic level 3 team up against a faster uh, relic level 1 team, I have a little more survivability. So hopefully. That's, you know. Um, And you and I were talking earlier. I, I never got hk on that account up to g13 it's probably something embarrassing that i shouldn't admit out loud but now that relics are coming out i've had to pause our ewok challenge and uh hk has to go g13 so i can get him up in relic level so he can start doing the damage he needs to do against a relic level four malik as well yeah i'll be honest i'm still judging you for that uh, that that was hard. that was a hard mental hurdle for me i didn't want like you know just learning that my uh co-host on here just hadn't gotten hk to gear 13 yet that's well you know what it is the answer quite frankly is i didn't need to <laughs> because uh, uh that arena shard you know my main account's arena shard you blink and you can be knocked back to 16 in what feels like 30 seconds sure um this arena shard is a little more relaxed 
Uh, it doesn't have the same speed that my main account's Arena Shard has. In fact, as we record this podcast, I'm now, what, five, seven hours past my payout, and I'm still sitting on wow. two. So, you know, I, I, I used all my uh, G13 finishers to get other teams up, because I, frankly, I didn't need to get HK up, but... Now the need has arose. You know, I'm at a similar point in my alt account as well. In fact, for as far as movement, um, it's been like three hours since I my payout for my alt, and um, I'm still sitting on number two seventy five. So, so see, so you know how it feels. Yep, yep. The lack of movement in a shard, it's it's incredible. So that's what we did to prepare for our alt. Um, What'd you do this week to prepare your main account for GA since, you know, the main accounts are the ones that actually count? Right. Um, you know, that's what I was thinking when I lost with my alt. I was like, oh, it doesn't matter because it's just an alt. So. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel better. Yeah. Exactly. I, when I win, I'm like, yeah, even my alt destroys people. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my main account, though, I, I actually focused I, I bought one of the packs and you know i i i did say at the start of this show that i haven't been buying anything for relics i have i barely invested and that's still true um i spent a hundred dollars on the gear 13 pack and i my theory is just that the impact from getting from gear 12 up to relic one is more impactful over time especially being able to counter teams that already have relics uh trying to get some of those guys up to gear 13 with relics is going to be more important long term so i've been putting uh gear 13 on a lot of guys i had two pieces saved up anyways so i ended up putting the gear 13 on jedi knight revan jedi knight anakin darth scion by accident Grandmaster Yoda and Jolie. So my Revan team, Jedi Revan team is good to go. Um, and uh, yep, and nice. Jedi Knight Anakin is good. And I don't really regret putting one on Scion. I've been thinking about doing that anyways. Um, I did just accidentally click the click the craft button while I, I was just looking at his abilities to see what the piece did. And then after you, after you craft it, you can't give it to another <laughs> character. So I was like, I may as well just do it so in for a penny in for a pound at that point uh my strategy actually so i've I put relic three on han and chewy and i have a few characters at relic two and everyone else all my gear 13s are at relic one and i stopped there i did not put any more relics on anyone and i want to see actually my experiment is to see what the matchmaking does because the relics every time you up grade one relic level it, it increases your gp in a huge way and i want to see what my matchmaking is for the final round if i don't upgrade relics in a huge way so um it'll be an interesting experiment i do have quite a few relic one on characters just because i have a an expanded coterie of gear 13 characters but uh, that's that's so that's what i did uh three or five gear 13s which is not inconsiderable what about you solo uh i hope that you did something more substantial and wiser than i did <laughs> well um 
So in gearing this week, I got Vandor Chewy up to G12 finally. I can't see um, how you didn't do that before, but okay. Well, the answer, the answer is he needed the same piece that a bunch of other tunes needed, um, and what finally kind of broke the camel's back was that piece that I, that one piece that I needed to get is the same piece that Shock T needs to get her to G12. Uh, so I was farming it so that once I unlock Shakti, she can immediately go to G12. And I saw a little green plus next to Vandor Chewy's name. And I said, Zareth will be so proud if I apply this. And so click the button and I applied it just for you. I like where this is going. Like take, taking action <laughs> to make me proud. This is This is going the right direction. Yeah, I figured you would think so. Uh... Then the rest of my focus this week has been on relics. Uh, unlike you, I have been leveling them up to level four all week. Uh, the arena team was my first team because I, you know, within hours of relics being released, there was already an R7 team on my arena shard. So I focused on that arena team to make sure that they could compete and climb easily and more importantly not get knocked back um because you can get knocked back so fast in that shard so i got him up to r4 just so that people would quite frankly avoid me and it's working at this point you know that'll wear off but for right now it's it's working then you know we talked about the defensive relics and people not doing it earlier well i actually did in my first non-arena uh relic level four character was jolie um you know we face these general grievous teams and jolie is so critical on that jedi knight revan because if grievous gets ramped up he jolie is the one that saves your team um so i got him up to relic level four and his mods aren't as great as when you know i was running them in arena but still, at this point, I have him at 87,000 health. Uh, and his relic actually gives increased crit avoidance as nice. well. So, he's <laughs> this Jolie is going to be a pain in the ass for when uh, people fight him. But hopefully, that's going to prevent any losses against these ramped up General Grievous teams. Because, you know, everybody's getting Grievous... Uh, leveled up with their relics so i wanted to be able to compete um after jolie i went to the chewy and han duo i got chewy up to relic level four and he's at 8500 offense or physical damage right now about 10 minutes ago i get i had my daily reset and i got raid han up to relic level three um and he gained some extra crit damage, so that 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 was my week of preparation. You know, it, it we can kind of see from each other how applying relics go because I went hard on a bunch of tunes while you kind of went wide on a bunch of tunes. So we'll see how the matchmaking pulls out now. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how it ends up shaking out. Um, hopefully, I'm the one who's right. But <laughs> we shall see. We'll see. Indeed. One thing I've noticed, though, man, the 
People who have Malak at Relic 7 are so obnoxiously hard to take out with my Relic 1 Darth Revan team. So yeah, <laughs> like I, I can take the rest of the team out just fine. And then the Malak battle, like he just kills everyone except for Badstla and Malak. So anyways, guys, I think we're pretty much done here. Um, yes. So uh, let's pimp our stuff. You kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, can search for your name on YouTube. Find your channel. You are very close to hitting a milestone with subscribers. Yeah, I'm um, at 198 right now. Perfect. So close to 200. So close. We're not going to create two fake accounts just to give you a like, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> then... Uh, to go along with your YouTube channel and mine, uh, we have the counter sheet, which you can find the link in the description of this podcast. The counter sheet's a great thing. It's, you know, all of our battles you're going to, that are individually timestamped on video links. So you're going to see who we faced, uh, the exact team that we faced. So it's going to be the leader and all the team members. You're going to see on this sheet, the leader and the team members of the team we use to counter. And then most importantly, there's going to be a link and you can click that link, which will bring you directly to the fight. So you can see how well of a counter it was and you can see what strategy we used in the fight to make the counter work. Um, And then lastly, we have the Discord channel, which... We also mentioned earlier, the link is going to be down below. And I think that kind of sums it up for us, Eric. I think you're right. Uh, We have lots of good resources, guys. Um, Check it all out. Come join us on Discord and ask questions about Grand Arena. We'll talk about it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's been great. Our Discord is growing and growing, and uh, people are asking good questions. So, And providing good answers, especially when Solo talks there's good answers being had so (laughs) there we go yeah i i thought i'd be nice to you even though i'm still upset about certain things that we talked about in this show so you know (laughs) gear 12 vendor etc so yes yes anyways folks okay uh Uh, well it's time for the awkward it is the one that it's like you think that we could come up with something catchy but we can't or we can't be bothered at the very least. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, have a good yeah, week, everyone. Take care. At least we're not saying so long and thanks for all the fish. That's true, but we should be. So, so long and thanks for all the fish, everyone. All right, I gotta put an end to this.